Have you ever seen a nun? I'm not talking about a woman in a black and white habit. N-O-N-E. People who are atheists or agnostics or who have no religious affiliation. Every year, there are more nuns. The Pew Research Center released a study of religious affiliation in 2021. And although the majority of people in the U.S. self-identify as Christians, the number continues to drop year by year. Only 63% claimed to be Christians last year. That number has dropped by 12% since 2011. These numbers are very similar for Canada. One province reporting nearly 40% were nuns. In the U.S., nearly a third of respondents now identify without a religious affiliation. Some Christians might read studies like this and worry. But we have reason to be confident, even in these strange and trying times. After all, Christ will build his church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series this week called All the Bible in 90 Days. So, the new year has arrived. 2022 is here to stay. Most people have gone back to work, and school is starting up again soon, if not already. Things are getting back into a routine, or at least as much of a routine as we've had the last two years. And if you've been listening to the program these last few days, you know that I'm encouraging you to make a routine this year with me. And I think it's pretty important. Reading God's inspired word. After all, the Bible says the word of God is alive and active. Back on the program with me is Bill Campbell. Bill, you're in charge of uh, Scripture Awakening, B90. You've grown a lot since then. You're in Spanish. You're also in prison. How do you see the Lord working? And just tell me a little bit more about how the Lord is just using a Bible reading program to lead people to Him. Charles, the most exciting thing is that one person that's reading and they're saying, I, you know, what I've been hearing you know, this last three months going through with their group, saying things like, I never read those parts of the Bible before. Mm. I didn't know they were there. Mm. And then they talk about it, and, and I never understood these things. And then they start to come out how the Old Testament brings a New Testament to light. So mm. whether it's behind prison bars or in a business community, in a church situation, whether it's one group or a whole church doing it together or you know, multiple groups, Sunday school program, homeschool families will use it. It just, it works anywhere. It works on the internet. Amy Gross, here's a story. Uh, I don't think Amy minds my sharing this. Mom's Toolbox. If you Google that, you'll find Amy yes. there, uh, you know, ministering to moms online. And she had this idea years ago. Uh, she said, anybody want to do the read through the Bible with me? And she got, over time, she's had, I think, hundreds and hundreds of women online, busy moms hmm. reading cover to cover, and they just get in groups online and encourage each other. So, you know, it's hard for us to track everyone who's doing this. It's kind of gone viral in its own way. We don't always know who's doing what and what church is using it, but it's that one person every time, one story at a time. That's where the excitement comes for us. Regarding the Spanish, Charles, there's some history with the Hispanic side, but we want to develop that more fully. There's a, a radio station and a businessman down right on the Mexican border who's been broadcasting around the clock, reading the Bible in 90 days, just reading it out loud. And it goes all into Mexico. 
uh, and he's been really enjoying that, that ministry, and his work goes into the prisons reaching Hispanics there in his town. Wow, Bill, that is a great story. God is not finished with his word, <laughs> and, uh, and it reaching into our hearts. Thanks for sharing that with me. Charles, thank you so much. What a privilege. It's encouraging to hear how the Bible in 90 Days reading plan is helping people all over the world. Later in the program, I want us to hear from a young woman in Colombia who has taken the challenge even though she's dyslexic and has trouble reading. And before we hear from her, we're going to dive into the book of Isaiah and a section you will read about on day 50 as you read through the Bible. And let me say it's not too late for you to join me in reading the Bible in 90 days. Will you join me and take up the challenge? Would you like to get a 30,000-foot-high view of all the scriptures and see how the Lord will use it to draw you closer to Him here in 2022? And for your first gift of the year to Haven today, I want to send you the special Bible in 90 Days with the reading plan built in that shows where to start, where to stop each day. Plus, it has a little larger print than normal that helps the reading go more quickly. You just need to call us after the program at 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can make your gift and order your Bible by going to our website, haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And something I want to mention, when you go to the website, you can sign up to receive weekly encouragements via email that will help you stay on track. And then once you've done that, you can also download the free bookmark we've created with the Daily Bible Reading Plan so you can get started right away. Now let's get the program started. We open with the Norton Hall Band. Rock of ages, clap for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side which flow be of sin the double cure. Save from wrath and make me pure. Not the labor of my hands can fulfill thy lost demands. Could my zeal no respite know? Could my tears forever flow? All good. Like you, the fountain fire, 
You know, I really enjoy any kind of an album that is about hymns. And that, of course, was Rock of Ages, sung for us by the Norton Hall Band from their Hymns Project, Volume 3. I'm Charles Morris here on Haven Today. Welcome to this program as we're starting a new year together. And I'm encouraging you to join me in reading God's Word cover to cover in 90 days. Now, reading through the Bible so quickly can help you reap amazing benefits. You get to see the whole story unfolding very quickly, Genesis to Revelation. And what is one of the themes we see over and over again in Scripture? Heaven, living in eternal blessedness with our God and Savior. And that brings up an uncomfortable question. What about dying? If Christians have been redeemed by Christ, why do we still die? As we read through the Bible, we realize that it doesn't answer every question that we come up with. God only tells us what we need to know, after all. But his inspired word does tell us the answer to this question. And one of the best places to look is chapter 26 in the book of Isaiah. Now, Isaiah was a prophet to the southern kingdom of Judea after Israel had been split apart. That means he was called and set apart by the Lord to be his spokesman. Basically, Isaiah was sent by Yahweh to proclaim judgment against Judah's sin. But he also promised that God was still gracious and merciful. And when you read through the Bible in 90 days, you'll get to Isaiah chapters 24 through 27 on day 50. These chapters are known as the Little Apocalypse, or we could say the Little Book of Revelation. That's because there are many similarities between these chapters and the final book in the Bible. And we see one of these similarities right at the beginning of Isaiah 26, the strong city. Verse 1 reads, We have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Now remember, Isaiah was sent to the kingdom of Judah not long before they were forced into exile in Babylon. The earthly city of Jerusalem would soon be conquered, and the temple and walls would come down. So what does the Lord tell Isaiah to say? He gives him these words about the new heavenly Jerusalem, the new creation that Yahweh promises to all who trust in the Messiah. And this has been the promise from the very beginning. Hebrews 11 tells us that Abraham was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. But there's a tension here, isn't there? Have you ever felt it in your Christian walk? I certainly have. We have confidence that Christ earned heaven for us. We are already citizens of the new Jerusalem, but we aren't there yet. In fact, Isaiah speaks for all of the Jewish people in verse 18 when he says, We have not brought salvation to the earth, and the people of the world have not come to life. As you read through the historical books of the Old Testament, you realize just how true that is. And I don't know about you, but I look at my own life, and I realize that I haven't brought any kind of salvation to this earth either. We are weak 
and we are sinful. And if salvation comes, it has to come from somewhere and somebody else. You and I can't pull it off, not even close. But that's one of the beauties of reading Isaiah. Time and again, this book shows the hopelessness of the people of God. And just when things seem their darkest, God's grace bursts through like a spotlight on a stage. In Isaiah 26, there are these words, Go, my people, enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed by. So what is our tomb, really? A bedchamber, a bedroom, a place of rest and security. One of the most surprising verses in all the Bible. For those of us trusting in Jesus, death is no longer a curse for sin, but a protection from the wrath coming upon sin. And when this wrath is over, we will rise in glorified bodies just like our Savior. Because Jesus Christ has redeemed us, death ushers us into blessing, not condemnation. We are the people of the God who can keep us safe even through death. Our Almighty Lord is so great that even His enemies work for Him. And the very last enemy, death, leads us to the great bedchamber. The rest Christ earned for us. And one day, we will all dwell in that strong city, the new Jerusalem, and God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. Now, is there any better news than that in all the world? This is the message of the gospel that helps us to see even more clearly who our Savior is and what he has done for us. And we read about it in the Holy Scriptures. But don't just take my word for it. Here's a testimony from a sister in Christ in Colombia. She has read through the Bible in 90 days a number of times, and she has learned so much about God through his word. So for me, when I did it the last time, uh, when I went through the Old Testament, and as soon as I entered into the New Testament, I was um, listening to a song about Jesus, and I just cried and cried and cried so much because the name Jesus gave such a different value suddenly to my life. It was... It was like Jesus is the Messiah. The Messiah became such a different value as well um, by reading all these prophets. Um, so that's amazing. And I would say if you think you cannot do it, you definitely can. Because if yeah. we can do it, then you can do it as well. So I want to share something that um, actually when I was younger, they said that I had a reading disorder, um, dyslexia, and that I couldn't read that fast. And I, that was hard for me to read. And I found, figured it out because I've actually never really finished the book reading. Um, so imagining for me reading the whole Bible in 90 days was like, mm -mm, I cannot do that. That's too difficult for me. But I did it. I actually did it four times right now. This is going to be the fifth time. So I really want to encourage you. If I can do it four times, you can really do it. So please join us on, on this journey. It's yeah. amazing. You will get a different picture of the character of God, his holiness, his love, his patience. It's just such a different value. And it's only three months of your whole life, you know, to, to do this one time. You will create an amazing discipline to keep on reading. As soon as you're done with the 90 days, you're like, I want to read more. I want to read it again. Mm. Um, so it just gives it just gives so much to you. So Get it. And uh, let's read all together. Yes. See you guys. Bye-bye. That was Cheryl 
in Colombia, South America. A couple of times you heard her husband, Lebo, offer a few amens. Isn't it beautiful to hear things like this? A sister in Christ, maybe living far away from you, yet reading the same word of God and coming to a deeper understanding of her Savior and Lord. Well, won't you join me and others in reading the Bible in 90 days this year and join me in doing it right away? After all, it's the greatest story ever told, and it is all about Jesus cover to cover. And there's nothing we need in 2022 more than a better knowledge of our Savior. Why don't you join me in prayer right now? Lord, I open my computer every day, and and even before I start reading the Bible in 90 days, I see how bad this world still is. I still read about the great need uh, in many places where I live and other places as well. I see how the pandemic of COVID, especially with the new variant, is striking more people than ever before. More than a million people in the country where I live yesterday were diagnosed with COVID. That's the highest number ever. And yet in this new year, Lord... We have hope and we can find help in one place, in one person, and that's in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you give us that hope we need? Would you give us that help we need? And would you do it today? And we pray this now in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Brothers, tell me the story of Jesus. Can't you get into a song like that? As sung from their Harmony album here on this Haven today. And just before our last song, we heard the testimony of a woman in Columbia who's read through the Bible in 90 days more than once. She even told us she has dyslexia, but was still able to keep up and finish the plan and do it on time. But she hasn't just done it once. She's done it five times. At every time, she discovers something new and precious about our Savior, Jesus. Well, I can say the same thing. I don't know how many times I've read through the Bible in 90 days, but I'm doing it again this year, and I hope you'll do it with me. And even though it is a fast pace, the Lord always ministers to me, and he will to you. So I want to invite you to take this challenge and see how the Lord is going to minister to you over the next three months. You can start at any time, but here at the beginning of a new year is the best time, I think, to start things fresh and new. And if you haven't read the Bible all the way through ever before, or even if you have read it through, I can give you this promise. You won't come out the same way you started when you begin this reading plan. So why don't you call us right now? Would you make your first gift of the year to Haven Today? And we'll send you the special NIV Bible that tells you where to start and where to stop each day. Our number is 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or Come over to our website. You can make your gift there and ask for the special Bible. And the web address is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And while you're there, you can sign up for our weekly Bible in 90 Days encouragement email and download the free Bible reading plan bookmark so you can get started right away or use your own Bible. And if you want us to just mail you the reading plan on a bookmark, ask for that when you call. And just before we have to go, we still have copies of the American Gospel documentary that takes a look at the false gospels of prosperity and morality floating all over the world, but especially around North America today. It's a great film that'll help you better understand the gospel and a great tool to use for evangelism. Ask about it when you call or go online and you can watch the trailer. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. June 6th, 1944, Omaha Beach. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? Thousands and thousands of soldiers storming the beaches and working their way up the cliffs. Bullets everywhere. Those who were there never forgot it, even though many of them wanted to. One thing for sure, 
though that day was the beginning of the end for Nazi Germany, once the Allies were ashore, it was only a matter of time. But there's a greater D-Day, although we don't hear about it much. In Luke 11, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Christ's victory is certain, even though the war is still not over. As Paul said to the Roman Christians, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Grow in God's truth with Anchor Devotional. Visit us at getanchor.com.